If you're not listening to the Smoke World Podcast, you're wasting your time, you mortal. What's up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Smoke World. I'm your host, Stone. So go grab that stick. Go grab a glass, whatever you're drinking. Let's sit back and have a conversation. You can follow me on Instagram at Smoke World Podcast. Email stone at smokeworldpodcast.com. Okay, I'm waiting. You know what's next. The website, smokeworldpodcast.com. Sponsors, pictures, events are coming. The video is coming. So go check out SmokeWorldPodcast.com, the website. On this episode, I sit down with the lovely, gorgeous Cigar Diva. We're collabing. This is a kind of collaboration between Cigar Diva and the Smoke World Podcast. I sit down with my brother, Coconut Stick Man, Israel. We're sitting down at the lounge. We're having a conversation. So I want you to sit back and enjoy this. Check it out. We're talking about a few things that's going on as far as this tobacco tax they're trying to impose. So if you're not familiar with that, listen up to the episode. We tell you where you can go to kind of fight this whole thing, what we got going on. This is something that we enjoy, the cigar. This is our enjoyment. This is our relaxation. This is how we met a lot of the brothers and sisters that we actually probably call family at this moment. So stay tuned. Listen up. And I'll check you out on the other side. Brothers and sisters of the leaf, this is a cigar diva. And I could not be more elated today to be joining Smoke with this beautiful podcast. It's it's part Smoke World podcast, part Cigar Diva podcast. We've got the incredible Israel Cologne here. We've got the coconut stick man. Yay, yay. It is just a party today here at Cigar Sessions. We've got some great, well, not great, but really important things to talk about. But just starting off, it's just so nice to be sitting here with such incredible people and in such a great environment. And of course, uh, if you don't know who I am, you can find me anywhere at The Cigar Diva on any platform. like to keep it consistent. Hey, how's it going? This is Israel Cologne. Joining the uh, Smoke World. Smoke World. Here we Smoke go. World. We're all here in uh, Cigar Sessions in Middletown, Delaware. Enjoying this uh, podcast and um, having some good conversations. Oh, yes, indeed. And this is the Coconut Stick Man. Yep, the stick and the man that's on the island. Not the island that you know Tom Hanks was on with Wilson. Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Your boy that's going to be always the bridesmaid and never the bride in this podcast. So I'm being shined by Cigar Diva, my boy Israel, my brother from another mother. Yes, indeed. And, and smoke right there. What's up? What's up? What's up? Let's get to it, man. Wait, what are we all smoking today? I have no clue because it was given to me. So, Oh, man, that's the nice guy. I love that guy. You are smoking a Three. limited edition HVC 500th anniversary. Ooh, I'm smoking big things. Okay, go on. Good cigar. Mm-hmm. All right, now I got the uh, the hot kick. This is a limited edition, so 
my brother Israel, he's, he knows the breakdown. Brother, what, what are we looking at here? Actually, the, uh, the hot cake, the hot cake is a, a, a tribute that they created for um, Havana City, Cuba. And um, it's actually a Nicaraguan blend with a San Andreas wrapper. It's actually a very, very good cigar. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Well, well made. I am trying something new from Aganorsa Leaf, and I'm really surprised because it said mild on the box, but uh, lighting it up and smoking, I am so pleasantly surprised. This is just delicious. Then again, I do see Casa Fernandez on there, which means AJ was a part of that, so it's no surprise. Even for a mild cigar, it is still rich and flavorful. It's just fabulous. You know, anytime you say that you're pleasantly surprised, what it really means is that you're surprised. <laughs> is there a difference? I'm not sure that. Is there You know, when working with the diva, it's kind of like a love-hate relationship. You know, like anyone that's listening, anyone that's ever watched that movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? <laughs> Wow. You know how the first half of the movie goes? Or how Ike is overpowering Tina? And then the second half of the movie where Tina overpowers Ike? I'm neither. I'm getting my ass whooped all the time. I'm a whooping boy in this relationship. In this, in this joint down. Picture. Yeah. See, Smoke, I may have to join with you now because... Yeah, yeah. So you're getting beat down, bro. I'm going to oh, do yeah. what Brady did. It's a hotline for that. It's a hotline. I'm going to give you the number before we leave. Exactly. Somebody's got to do the hard work of, you know, putting gear together, taking pictures, video. Get someone you else. Know. I quit. <laughs> hey man, don't quit. Let's get a better union. Yeah, I'm gonna quit. We're just getting started. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a Brady. I'm gonna leave New England, which is you, Diva, and go to Tampa Bay. <laughs> Bring those rings over here, brother. Exactly. We can work with that. So, Smoke, what I wanted to ask you, and this is our off the shoot podcast now. You know, you and I have known each other for a while here at Session to Delaware. I met Israel here, you know, and love the man to death. And Diva and I want to know, what possessed you to start a podcast? Very good question. Okay, so I had a concept and an idea some years ago to actually not necessarily start a podcast in the sense of a talking podcast, just conversation. Mm-hmm. I come from a music background. So my idea was to actually create stories like they did in the 30s. So back in the 30s, there really wasn't no, there was no TV. Mm-hmm. And the radio created theater of the mind. So you had folks intrigued by telling a story. I would create the music myself, uh, set the stage, set a storyline. And that was the concept of what I wanted wanted to do. But COVID came Hmm. through a lot of folks for Monkey Wrench. Had some time sitting home. So I said, okay, there's an easy route here. There's such a thing. And last year, I want to say around March, April of last year, I said, you know, I got a little time on my hands. I think I'm going to start this podcast. Again, not the one with the story, but the podcast I was with folks you hear today. So that was that whole concept. Again, something's been boiling inside of me for a little while, and I'm not giving up on the idea of still creating that story content type of podcast. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. We talked about that last week, and I remember like, I remember saying to you, like, we were talking about Biggie and Pac. Like, yes. how Biggie could flow, and there ain't no, I mean, there could be an argument, and, you know, that's what social media is for. Yes, but, absolutely. But when you hear Biggie, Biggie flows where Pac takes you on a journey. That's the, yes, sir. Now, folks who got no hip-hop know what he's talking about. That's yeah, number right. one. 
<laughs> so country music, so it's kind of like Billy Ray Cyrus. Let's give a breakdown. We like to run the whole list of genres. Like, oh wait a minute, this could be a long podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or for those older gentlemen and ladies out there, Yellow Submarine versus CCR. So there, we go. there you go. Uh, okay, thank you, man. Smoke, thank you, Israel. You and I have known yes, each sir. other for a while now. What brings you into the shop? Um, I love the ambiance here. I love the family unity that it, it you know that it creates. Um, it's nothing like it in Middletown. Actually, in Delaware, there's nothing like it in Delaware. Yes, indeed. Um, I would normally go to Philly because that's where I'm from. Philly. To hang out, you know what I mean, and, and go to the smoke shops up there. But once I found out about Cigar Sessions, I was sold on it. Became a member. And that was like family. Too bad they charge us a membership here. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like paying $10 for a day pass or just... Yeah. But no, no, they're good here to us. Diva, what's your story? I know your story, but you tell the world what your story is. Well, which aspect? I mean, this is certainly not my first podcast, but it's very special for me because this is the first podcast where I'm, I don't have to talk business. I can actually talk smoke. And nice. so this is a there real privilege for nice. me, you know, yeah. as the inaugural Cigar Diva podcast to be able to smoke about something. Yes. Not that I don't love business. Obviously, I do or I wouldn't do it. But uh, just to be able to, to talk the leaf for, you know, with people I love and in, in an atmosphere I love. And as far as cigar sessions, it is so special here. It, it just... We were talking to someone yesterday about cigars, and I said one of the most beautiful things is you don't know if you'll be smoking with a, a janitor or a senator, and it doesn't matter. Absolutely. As long as the leaf is burning, we are all one, we are all together. And I think that Cigar Sessions has such a special way of taking that to a new level. I mean... It does. It doesn't hurt that the humidor is larger than my home, but, you know, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Beautiful selection. Yes. Oh, yeah. Everything you need. Yeah. As long as we stay away from the Tatianas, we're good. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I won't tell. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, if I may, I know that this is not supposed to be a business podcast, but this affects all of us who love cigars. Mm -hmm. And it's so, so very important. And I don't care if you're red or you're blue, you know, it's all about the color of the leaf. And there is a new tax hike that is being proposed right now that is going to literally burn through each and every one of our pockets. And I feel very adamantly about this for a couple of reasons, but uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but... Overall, it's a $3.5 trillion spending plan, and over the next 10 years, they plan to take $96 billion of that from this, and I'm holding up my cigar. Now, I understand they're also going after tobacco and vape products, but that's been one of the ongoing arguments now for years is that Cigars are not the same. And not only that, but it's hitting every cigar. This is not one of those taxes that 
a lot of people can feel good about and say, oh, well, this is only affecting millionaires or this is only affecting people who are really well off. This is something that is going to be hitting your small brick and mortar shop owners, your local businesses, your husband, your friends, your co-workers, your dad, uh, I mean, just your everyday person who enjoys a cigar, whether it's every day, from time to time. How do you feel about that? Uh, that's what we call BS. Mm. Um, I know a little while ago they were talking about the same thing, you know, some years ago, again, here in the state of Delaware, uh, there was a hike, and we came together, signed a petition as lovers of the leaf to attempt to stop that. It was not successful. So for this to be across the board at this moment, like you, like you brought, you know, again, from your janitor to your senator, mm-hmm. this affects everybody. And this is what I love about this culture, cigar culture, that no matter what walk of life you come from, there's one thing we can sit down in this lounge and have a conversation. We might not agree on everything, but nonetheless, we can have a conversation. But now to affect that ability to be able to do that, because everyone's popular, Everyone finances are in a different place. Yes. I have a problem with that. Now the question becomes, what can we do as cigar lovers, lovers of the leaf? Is there meeting uh, senators, uh, legislation people, sit back and have this conversation mm-hmm. and let them know, hey, we're not with this. This is something we're totally in disagreement with. There needs to be another way maybe they can go about what they need to do. So... If you're listening out there, you know, we need to come together. This is one of those times we all calls, we're putting the APB out. We need to sit down, communicate, social media, whatever we need to do, sign a petition, let our legislature people know, hey, we're not with this. This is, this is affecting the everyday man. Again, this is not cigarettes. Yeah. And this is not vape. And it's always getting that confusion. Right. You're not having 18-year-olds right. smoking legal providers behind the school. That's yeah. not happening. Right. No. They're not doing, they're not, they're not, they don't have this in their locker. They don't have a, you know, uh, a Davidoff in the locker waiting to smoke. I don't even have a Davidoff in the locker. Right. Right. They don't have that. They're not smoking this in the bathroom. So yeah. there's a difference. Israel, what's your thoughts on this? Um, I agree with Stone. Um, this is a leisure. This is something that we enjoy, something we like doing. We're not, in, you know, sitting here inhaling and... and yeah, there might be some side effects to it, but who's to know? It's not like cigarettes, you know? Um, and this tax is going to hurt us all. And on the other hand, this might, if, if they start increasing these taxes, this might cause a black market to be created. Yes. For cigars. Very much true. I you know, thought of yeah. that. I'll, I'll that's the last thing they need, because then you really don't know what you're, what, what you're inhaling. Well, not inhaling, but smoking. Yeah. You really don't know. I'll, I'll give you an It'll example. It'll be like, I, I'm sorry to cut no, you go ahead, go ahead, man. Diva. It'll be like prohibition. Absolutely. Where mm. people are turning Absolutely. to the cigar equivalent of moonshine. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Stone, I want to answer your question. What can we do? If I could interrupt our regularly scheduled programming and just say, if you are not already a member of the Cigar Rights of America Association, you need to be. Uh, The other thing I would like to say, just 
really quickly is that there are two ingredients in cigars, tobacco and water. In cigarettes, you have glue, you've got pesticides, fertilizers, you've got ammonia to freebase the nicotine, you've got lighter fluid to make them burn faster so you smoke more. These aren't the same things. Not at all. It's not the no. same product. Not at all. I'll give you an example. When you talk about prohibition, right? Uh, in the 80s, in the mid-80s to the early 90s, there was a prohibition where on Indian reservations in Canada where cigarettes were so expensive that it became an issue where people were bootlegging cigarettes. Cigarettes, need I mind you. Where here in the States, we could get cigarettes like literally out of any local store, but there, there was bootlegs. And I remember watching a documentary where a, f- a fellow wrestler that I knew many, many moons ago actually died, and they never knew why, but he was bootlegging cigarettes. Mm, wow. It was Dino Bravo. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, oh, he, yeah. He was killed mob style because of bootleg cigarettes and other things that came about on it. Wow. Now, let me give you this cascade effect. Let me give you the average um, statistics that I did on this on my way here. The average cigar smoker's income is between sixty to $72,000 a year. So Say that again. Oh. It's between sixty to okay, seventy. Oh, okay, you got to rewind. Did you say the average? Average. Cigar smoker? It's sixty to 72000 a year. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that's combining everything from your twenty five to thirty up to your jet uh, setter. Well, I need to sign up for a new job. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's why I got. There's something wrong. Yeah, that's why. There's something wrong there. No, yeah, repeat that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry. Proceed, sir. Oh no, no, no. It's okay. It's a but. The thing is that when you look at that price medium, yeah, that is someone that is depending on what part of the country you live in. You could either afford a cigar. Or in places like California and New York, you could barely afford to live. And the thing is with the cigar industry, there's always this stigma. Um, I was talking to Diva about this. Like, when you watch, like, old gangster movies, remember how you were talking about, like, the 1930s? Right. We always see, like, the villain or someone of wealth always smoking a cigar. Like, from Boss Hogg from Dukes of Hazzard to Tony Montana from Scarface and so forth. What's going on is that in this industry... This stigma is being presented to the average Joe that's smoking a cigar that may not make sixty to seventy-two thousand, and they're thinking that we're smoking like five to ten cigars a day, like we're like we're doing nothing better. We got money to burn, right? And a lot of smokers that I've met from sessions to you know different lounges and so forth, a lot of these guys and even women they come in, they're just enjoying one cigar. They're probably buying like an eight dollar cigar. They're sitting there and enjoying it, and they don't have that type of cash that this. This, mon- this whole stigma is being perception. It's, it's, perception. it's a lifestyle. Yes. It's a lifestyle. And, and go ahead, a, a beautiful one. One, probably one of the only pastimes in which you can see so much unity among people of so many different walks of life. And I think about the people who come into a place like Cigar Sessions and network with other people, make new friends, make new family. And that's what we are. That's how we feel. And then I look at things like wine, uh, you know, other things or, or other pastimes. Okay, why, why would you consider cigars worse than wine? Or, you know, when the fact is tobacco has been around since the beginning of agriculture, well, back then horticulture and 
Uh, it's used as a rite of passage. It's mm-hmm. used to celebrate. It's used to grieve. It is used to commemorate important events in life uh, for so many different... And not to mention the medicinal uses. Yes. Uh, since the beginning of time, tobacco has had many medicinal uses. And just like wine, uh, does have its in moderation, has its medicinal uses. I don't know. Here's a, a weird fact. I don't know if you knew this, but the COVID vaccine actually was made with the tobacco plant they needed a certain type of protein in order to hold together the integrity of the components of the vaccine and the tobacco plant was the only plant or chemical compound that was strong enough to do that and so you know there's there's a lot uh there's so much behind just like Stickman was saying there's so much behind that stigma that we don't know and that is incorrectly conveyed through the media and hearsay and oh that's so disgusting well when you were born your dad busted out his best box of cigars so you know there's so much meaning behind it I was about to say that too. He only busted out the best part if he knew if you were about to come out. Like, hey, that's how you got here. Whoa, hey, yeah. hey, PG, now watch yeah. that. <laughs> but um, getting getting back to this point, like you know, if you look at the average medium of a cigar smoker is between the ages of thirty-five to seventy, but yet cigarette smokes, e-smokes, vapes. You know, like you know these brothers out there. You know taking a vape hit and thinking they're like Puff the Magic Dragon outside and everything. Right, yeah, right. But, you know, they're not... I can understand if the tobacco industry is being under attack because they don't want younger children to smoke. But that's not the case. We're talking about grown-ass people that have jobs, careers, homes, you know, education, that this is their pastime. And we have programs for alcoholism, we have programs for drugs, and even gambling. We even have regulations Yet, this is the, one of the few industries, the cigar industry, that's always constantly under attack. And, you know, and it, and it needs to stop. I mean, I understand that there's, you know, COVID took a big hit on our economy. And, you know, we got to have a lot of rebuilding to do. And, but attacking this tobacco tax is, I mean, attacking cigar smokers is not the right way to do it. Uh, could, I, could I bring something up? One of the reasons I am so vehemently against this tax hike is the purpose of it yes coconut stick man you are totally right that the cigar industry again and again and again comes under attack but in this particular case i have to ask what is that 96 billion over the, that's 96 out of 3.5 trillion so just over the next 10 years alone where is that $96 billion going? And so I actually started to read a very, very long and barely legible PDF of everything that that was a summary of what this is supposed to be to pay for. One of them was orphan drugs, which I had never even heard of before. So apparently there are a bunch of pharmaceuticals out there, medicines, that 
drug companies want to put marketing money behind and they don't want to pay for that marketing themselves and you know getting it pushing it out to market and that's one of the places where our money's going to go if this tax hike goes through a, a whole repertoire of pharmaceuticals that have been proposed to the FDA but don't have a marketing budget right is that right that that people who come to a cigar lounge because it's their equivalent of a yoga class or a meditation or a therapy session obviously a cigar is a lot cheaper than therapy yes. uh, is are these the people that you want to essentially rip off in order to fund uh, a bunch of drugs that we know nothing about right and that's just one. And what's next? What's next? That, yes. You know, what, what, what are they going to attack next? Now it's tobacco. Mm-hmm. For instance, Philadelphia, soda tax. Mm-hmm. Where's that money going to? Exactly. And I, I, I'm not example. changing the subject here. We're Perfect. talking about tobacco. But what's next? What are they going to attack next? It could be um, bakeries or it could be... It could be anything. Oh, they touched my cupcakes. They, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I mean, I'm sorry. We, this... we need to, to, to get together and protest this. Yes. Because it's, it's, it's just getting out of hand. It's out of hand. It's ridiculous. That's what it is. It's, it's you know, it's straight out BS. I mean, right. like Even how we... you said it, Stone, it's straight out BS. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I want you to maybe answer that question again for folks who are listening. Join groups again i don't know if you do some on social media but name the group that you name cigar so that we knew we need to do cigar rights of america and just a little plug for them it is very inexpensive to join uh it's just a really good organization for the cigar industry in fact if i'm not mistaken it's the only organization standing up for people like us and is oh, and when you join, you get a fabulous sampler. So you, you can't oh, okay. argue with right. that. You get it. Join right now. Well, we, it's funny. Me and Diva joined, and she took my sampler. So oh, you, know oh, you mentioned Ike and Tina. Thanks. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. say no more. Well, <laughs> say no more. in there. Yeah, thank and, you. You're just, just Olivas. Oh, just just keep going. Nice keep, stuff. Keep, keep digging that. But, She's talking dirty to you. Yeah, I know. Talking right? <laughs> your language. It's not even the good way either. It's, it's, it's like. Israel. This is when words hurt. <laughs> Israel, you said something that actually just kind of freaked me out as a pastry addict because you, but I don't know if you know Stone, but I, pastry is, is part of my bloodstream. I love pastry. Um, me too. I, but I think it might be in my bloodstream. <laughs> when, you know, when they went for the soda tax, it was under the premise of, well, we know this is bad for you. And it was for education. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Supposedly so like for... Garden, yes. Pre, uh, yes. Pre-K. Mm-hmm. Yes. To recall here and something along right. those lines. Right. Mm-hmm. But where did the money go? Where did the money go? Yeah. Exactly. And you're right. I mean, I think you said it as like a hypothetical, but if someone can decide for me on my behalf that, let's say Coke or Pepsi or Fanta or whatever it is, 
is not good for me. And so they're going to charge me exponentially more for it. There's absolutely nothing stopping them from saying, hey, well, refined sugar's not good for you either. Neither are refined carbs. We are going to come in and do a bakery tax. Right. It's too much sugar. You know, there's, right. it's a very... Cupcake. It's yeah. a very slippery slope yes. where this could lead exactly. to so many other things. Yes. yes. And and if you are going to tax, at least make it a lot more visible because the one example I gave about the orphan drugs, that was four or five lines on an 18-page summary. Yeah. Where, where, do, where does, does it stop? Where yes. does it stop? Like, mm-hmm. when is enough enough? And, and the thing is this, it's like, it's funny that Congress is like screaming about this tax. I'm curious to see where the Senate stands. You know, a lot of these cats up there, and, I, and for those that know what I do for my day job, I go down to D.C. a lot. A lot of these, you know, men and women on the Senate are heavy cigar smokers. Yes, yeah, that's and how they make deals. Exactly. I mean, it, it, iconically, it's funny for, you know, for the older viewers that know this, a president made a cigar famous. I ain't going to say who, <laughs> and I ain't going to say how, <laughs> but I'm just going to say. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. <laughs> yeah, rumor has it. That Bill Busalama Clinton did it. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, the thing that a lot of people don't understand is cigars are relaxation. Um, For those that know me, know Diva, I come from a heavy military background. Uh, Cool. Yep, there we go. A lot of family and a lot of them that came back, you know, they were fortunate to come back from from Korea, from Vietnam, from Desert Shield, Desert Storm, during Freedom. You know, sometimes... And, and I'm going to be real about this. Sometimes our government gave up on our soldiers and just said, oh, here's some therapy. And, and sometimes just talking to a person that's good, I'm not going to say it's bad, but sometimes a cigar and sitting by yourself with your thoughts and sorting you know, stuff out is far more relaxing than paying $200 a session. Oh, it, it does for me. Exactly. I mean, it does for me. Please, Israel, I want you to speak on you this. You know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a veteran, um, Afghani veteran. Um, seen a lot overseas, seen soldiers die over there, uh, got hurt myself, um, won't elaborate on that, but, um, yes, yeah, sitting back, smoking a cigar, you know, it, it relaxes you, yes. it, it, it puts you in a different place, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring this up and, and maybe, uh, maybe too, too much info from my part, but. Um, suicide. Yes. Um, 22 veterans a day, a if day. I'm not mistaken. Yes. 22. That's 22 too many. Hey, listen. I've contemplated that. You know, and, I, and I'll say it, and I'm not ashamed to say it, you know. It took many years of therapy for me to talk about it. But, um, sitting down in my garage... Or maybe here in sessions, just smoking a cigar, reminiscing about the past, and trying to work things out, it helps. Just a, a cigar, you it know, does. It, it just helps, you know, and um, I, I, I want to take this time to thank all the veterans out there. Um, yes. yes. Believe me, it's, it's not unnoticed what, you, what you've done 
Um, and I'm going I'm to I'm put in a little plug. Uh, Brothers of the Brown Leaf, follow it on Facebook. Um, if you ever, 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 ever need to talk, hit me up. Hit real me talk, up. real talk. Thank you for that. Thank you for your service, brother. There, you say thank, thank you. you. Thank you for your service, and also thank you for letting us in on that. Not just us right here, but everyone listening. Thank you for letting us in on that, because there are so many people who are still suffering from so much fear behind the stigma and let me ask you something if you don't mind a a very personal question do you feel that you've attained more peace and relief from just having that quiet time with cigars or do you feel that you've gotten a lot more in terms of services and 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 help for everything that you've done because you've been through a lot i know that you've been through a lot so did the powers that be help you or do you feel that you had to carry a lot of that burden on your own shoulders um the services are out there um you got to seek the services in order for it to benefit you um yes sitting back smoking a cigar and it's just something about smoking a cigar that that relaxes you, that 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 that, that grounds you. you. You know, it's it's something enjoyable. It, it, it's a lifestyle, like I said before. Um, but it's it's just so relaxing to sit back and smoke a cigar and talk. Yes. And and talk. Do you feel it's really helped reconnect Absolutely. you with other Absolutely. people? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's a beautiful thing. Yep. One hundred percent. Another beautiful thing is that cigar, <clears throat> excuse me, cigar sessions is not only a donation location uh, for cigars for warriors, but cigar sessions has regular events. For Cigars for Warriors. Yes, they do. Everyone gets 20% off. They have record-breaking. Every event breaks the donation record yes. of the event before, yes. which is just a beautiful thing. And it's often coupled with First Responders Night, which mm-hmm. makes it even more beautiful. But Very much so. Yes. You know, And you said the services are out there, but... You have to be well enough. You said that you have to seek out those services. You have to be well enough to find those services. Absolutely. Now, how how priceless is a person like yourself to someone who comes into the cigar lounge, doesn't know where to begin, but over the joy of a cigar and some conversation, you become someone else's guide. It could be life-saving. Exactly. It could be life-saving. All, all, all a soldier sometimes needs is someone to talk to. Yes. They don't need a response from you. They just want you to listen. And that, that's all it takes. And that could prevent a suicide. And I, I bring that back up because, like you said, 22 soldiers a day commit suicide. That's men it shouldn't and women, be in this people. country. It just shouldn't be happening. Exactly. I want the Sisters of the Leaf to hear this also because that's men and women. 
You yeah. know, we're we're in a society now where we have a lot of sisters of the leaf coming in, and a Absolutely. lot of those sisters Absolutely. have served. You know, yes. so. You know, it's it's interesting that you brought up suicide. Like, I'll I'll kind of touch on this very quickly. 2018 was a bad year, and for those that know me, you know, Israel, Stone, Smoke, Diva, and that's Mimi, be Mimi. <laughs> oh, but remember, this is live. This is live. This is live yeah, this at is the lounge. <laughs> so, BB got to get her two sets in. So, you know, we got to give her her plug. BBsworld.com. <laughs> Smoke is about to spin up his drink. Look. <laughs> she has a little sight. It's like a little itty bitty sight. <laughs> so, a mini mouse. Mini. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, the tw- like, uh, for those that know me, they. My children, from my ex-wife, they're across the country. You know, obviously we're in Delaware, they're in California. Um, 2018, I remember Devo and I were at our home. And this is right before my birthday in December. And I had a gun in my hand. And I told her that if I don't see my kids, I can't see my kids anymore because of whatever reasons I don't want to go into. But I'm a person that without... My children made me the better person that I am. Absolutely. And, and I went the next day, you know, Diva said, let's just go to Ashton's. I'm going to go have a smoke. I'd never smoked before that day. And Shane, you know, Shane is listening. I know he's going to listen to this podcast. He gave me my first cigar, which was an Ashton Cabinet Series number 8. Mm. And I said to Diva, I don't smoke. I live with alcoholics. I live with, you know, smokers. I live with you. So I, <laughs> so I see what that does to you. But... When I took the per, and I luckily she told me not to inhale, I took my first hit of a cigar, and since then, I've learned to, I came to terms with, okay, I could still be a best father I can from across the country. It's not the 60s or 70s anymore where we're snail mailing. I just go on FaceTime with my daughter, with my son. But what people don't understand, and the three of you could agree with me, cigars brings us to a state of conscious euphoria where we could sit back and relax whether we're by ourselves whether we're in good company like we are right now this cigar this leaf like brothers of the leaf sisters of the leaf uh what was the other term diva people of the leaf oh that's a new one which i kind of like people of the leaf but it is of the leaf and this is one of the few industries and i can say that as a minority of a minority in this in this country that none of us are looked at as better or worse. We're all equal. Yes. And that, it's such a beautiful thing. I, I, well, not. Are you looking for a new platform to connect with other cigar smokers, consumers, lounges, and brands while escaping tobacco-related rules of other social media platforms? Then look no further. Stogie Lives. The new social media platform for cigar lovers created by a female. So come join Stogie Lives. S-T-O-G-I-E-L-I-V-E-S dot com. Where every cigar lover has a place to connect. Not what you went through in, in 2018. And I'm, I'm just grateful that if I was of any help at all, then I that's all I can really be grateful for. And I'm grateful that you're still here Thank uh, you. but I can remember when 
a couple of your doctors found out that you had suddenly taken up cigars and in one there was one instance in which he was really really stressed out uh, you know stone is and uh the doctors noticed that he he was really wound up really wound up because you have to understand he is a phenomenal father okay on facetime with his kids every day his daughter is a total daddy's girl but for you know complicated reasons there's physical distance there and one time he was really really stressed out and the doctors noticed that his blood pressure went down over 55 percent mm -hmm. wow which takes me back to the medicinal uses now it makes me think of uh you know everyone these days is everyone's downloading apps to try and calm down we have the calm app we've got guided meditations <laughs> yeah. go on youtube you'll see a hundred different videos from music that is tuned into certain frequencies to self-help books and the, the entire purpose of all of that really is to get people to be present and only when we're present can we really take control of our own well-being and all that and our mental states and that's one of the things that cigars do stone what about you how what is a cigar for you well, that's what i always say with my uh onset of my podcast i say grab a stick and grab a glass whatever you're drinking and let's have a conversation just to piggyback on what israel was saying as far as the uh cigar culture you know uh my background was law enforcement so obviously you see a lot of stuff and on a daily basis and you deal with a lot of different things but the cigar for me has been that mediator that stress reliever you know that once you had whatever may you hit it's not gonna say you have a bad day every day i'm not gonna say that but regardless of what type of day you may have had that you know you, you look forward to sitting back getting home taking your clothes off putting on your comfy pants you know holy socks shoes whatever you got going on just to relax go grab that stick because it's a time to reflect you just get time to sit back reflect think about the day let's think about life to me i get more ideas when i'm smoking my cigar yep you know all types of ideas come to me as i'm smoking i sit there you know because you got time to reflect it gives you that opportunity to reflect sit back think about the day think about some of the things you got to accomplish or things that you have accomplished and this is why I love the cigar culture because, again, a conversation can make a major difference. Yes. It may seem simple to folks, but, you know, this conversation, again, you never know what's going on with another person. Mm -hmm. You have no idea until sometime you have that conversation. Very mm -hmm. true. So that's just what I love about the culture. Again, no matter what walk of life you come from, no matter what you look like, what you smell like, Going to the cigar lounge, we're gonna mask that smell. <laughs> so it's a beautiful thing. You know, sit back, smoke, drink whatever you're drinking, whether it be juice, coffee, soda, or tea, or bourbon, whatever the case may be, and just enjoy each other's company. It's funny that you mentioned about the cigar smoke covering everything because <laughs> I get gassy at times at lounges. <laughs> so blown up the place. They're like, Whoa, oh, what was that? Is that what is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, my new name may be bombs over Baghdad after today. So <laughs> But no, um, it, it, you know, to get back to your point, you're absolutely right. And 
And getting back to this tax, this is a tax that's not just attacking cigar smokers. This is a tax that is, and for those that are listening, that's an attack on us. We already, I mean, if you live in New Jersey, you're already paying a high percentage on your house. Yes. If you're in New York, if you're a cigar smoker, you oh, already know. Oh, robbery, homicide, California, yeah, yeah, robbery, homicide. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's not fair. It's not fair. We don't have the same tax on alcohol. We don't have the same tax on any other thing except for this and this only industry. And, you know, for both of you being in respective fields of law enforcement and military, a lot of military guys and cops that I meet in cigar lounges, this is their only, if their only, relaxation from their day. Yes. And as, you know, how our world is now, I mean, this is not the top podcast to talk about. Our world is far different than it was 30 years ago. Yes. Yes. So the stresses out there are 10 times as worse. Yes. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's crazy. And you, you just said it. Our worlds are different. Mm-hmm. But this brings us together. Exactly. Yes. See? I would... I'll give you the best example. I'm sitting with two Philadelphia Eagles fans, and I'm a Raider Nation here. Ooh, but we won't hold that against you. We won't hold that against you. We still love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We st- I still love you. <laughs> Gotta love you, Eagles, though. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. Win or lose. Yeah, Raider Nation. Yay, yay. <laughs> I would like to bring up one very, very real example. I remember a gentleman that, uh, and this is a few years ago, at a, a different cigar lounge up in Jersey and there was one guy who would come in and he wasn't very social he would come in he, he was cordial enough you know but he wasn't really there to talk a lot and he would smoke a cigar and when he was done he'd stand up he would politely say goodbye to everyone and just head out mm-hmm. and one day we you know asked is there something wrong do you have somewhere to be and he and he actually took a minute to explain that he has an extremely stressful job and it used to be that when he got home from his job he took that stress out on his family on his wife on his kids and they bore the brunt of it because he was going straight from high stress to home and so he didn't spend much time at the lounge but that one hour maybe 90 minutes just sitting in a chair by himself with a cigar changed everything and now when he got home he was a totally different person and his family no longer bore the brunt of his stress now this guy did not make a lot of money. No. He worked at a car dealership in uh, the service. service. He was like department. a manager of yeah. the oh, okay. service department and whatnot. So he's dealing with irate people all day, every day. Yes. And, but he's not pulling in six figures. Yeah. You know, he's not a man. He's not a Rockefeller, as they say. Uh that's the type of person who's going to be hit and who's getting hit secondarily after that the wife and kids yes you know the family it's a domino effect and i'll give you an example of how the tax will affect so let's take a i'll take one of my favorite cigars uh uh depending on where you live in the country an eight fuente 858 if you could find them let's say the cigar is 875 that same 875 cigar for eight dollars 75 cents is now going to be 1250 
So imagine like if you're someone that has an expensive palette or something that's a nicer palette, you're now looking at a, let's say a Padron at $22. I know just throwing a number out. Now it's gonna be 27 to $29. And not only is the end user gonna be affected, but it's also going to affect the brick and mortar stores that now have to sell it because now they have to pay a higher price. And with this tax, now they have to charge higher just to stay in business. That affects business. Exactly. You know, some of these smaller shops, you know, the mom, the brick and mortar shops, this is going to affect them. Absolutely. Because again, you know, the traffic that comes in, they depend on the local. Now, you know, we all, you know, we go to the internet. You know, we look for the best prices, mm-hmm. but it's important that we support our brick and mortars because that's where that conversation takes place. Yes. Without those brick and mortars, we cannot sit down and do what we're doing now. Yeah. Right. You know, we can order online, you know, don't get me wrong, we all do it and find, hey, it's great, but they got a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's dancing. Sign in, jump on. But at the end of the day, it's important that we support that brick and mortar. That tobacco tax increase affects that brick and mortar's ability to bring in revenue, okay? You, you talk, like I said, how this is a domino effect. Yes. You know, it's not just us as cigar smokers, but the industry as a whole, and, you know, sometimes we forget about those individuals who run the mom and pop brick and mortar stores. Yes. You know, and they, the ability to be able to purchase their inventory to make their moves. Mm-hmm. So, again, folks, you know, we're going to have to go and talk to our politicians to do what we need to do. This is a serious matter. We enjoy this, what we do. We're adults. We make conscious decisions on what we do. Talk to your politicians. Again, sign up with those at the PCA. We got the PCA. The PCA is another advocate. That's right. Who fights for it and uh, gets information. So you can always look that information up on the PCA, which is the Premium Cigar Association. You know, they battle. They have people who actually sit back in the lobby and talk to politicians in reference to say, look, let me educate you on this cigar, what it is and what it's not. Right. What we need to do as cigar smokers is to de-villainize cigar smoking. Yes. Yes. Remember how I used the examples of Scarface, Boss Hog, and all that? In our society, like when you watch a movie, the villain is always smoking a cigar. Yeah. Okay. And what we need to do is to make people understand that cigars are not the enemy. Okay, not cigar smokers, not cigar shops, not cigars, brick and mortars, not online retailers, or even cigar people. So to tax us is a segregation of an attack because you feel that $95 billion over 10 years, that's only $9.5 billion. And let's, now let's divide that $9.5 billion into 50 states. Okay, I don't know the exact numbers, but then from there, from those 50 states... How much money goes to local and counties and cities? And then from there, let's just be real, because we live in this type of society, how much of it is going to be wasted on junk projects that right. will never go anywhere? And it varies state to state. Exactly. And that's the thing I'm afraid of. Yeah. One of the things that I would like to add to what you said, Stone, and Coconut Stickman, also what you said, If you look in your local community and you see a cigar lounge and you think, well, I don't care. I'm not a smoker. That doesn't apply to me. It does apply to you. And the reason is Coconut Stickman is amazing at statistics and just that weird information. He's always got great facts on him. The irony is that I was married to an Asian woman and she sucked at math. So <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. Because she go listen, so I'm going to put her on blast. So. <laughs> no, but honestly, uh, 
there was a statistic and I wish I could remember it right now, but every dollar that is spent in your local community, local brick and mortars or local online e-tailers, it doesn't matter uh, if you buy local, shop local, that one dollar becomes exponentially more and it stays in the community. It goes around and around and around. Whereas mm -hmm. when you're buying from, I don't want to name any names, but if you are a prime member of certain, <laughs> you know, bigger, bigger retailers, basically that dollar just leaves your community. It's done. It's gone. Right. It's done. So that cigar shop that you walk past or drive past, even if you are not a cigar smoker, that cigar shop is still helping to fund your kids Little League to help local medical services, first responders, everyone. Right, local shops. And it stays, yep. yeah, it stays in the community. Yes. yes. It stays in the community. I mean, I know that we all see this retailer as an Amazon of places to buy things, okay? But that being said... <laughs> Let's look at like big businesses that are not taxed or not paying tax. We're now being forced to pick up that tax, right. you know, and that's that's why I feel it's wrong. And I'm hoping any senators or even congressmen or women that are listening, I want you to seriously go to a local brick and mortar. I, I'm I'm going to challenge a senator and a congressperson to go to a local brick and mortar, talk to the people there. Even if you don't smoke, just go in. If you don't even like the smell of smoke, go in for a half hour. And look at the culture and see how more relaxed people are. How much this is doing this. And this this is not this is not a pharmaceutical thing. This is not alcohol. This doesn't get us intoxicated. This doesn't do anything that impairs a person when they leave a shop compared right. to going to a bar or right. compared to anything else. Right. And yet they found, and I'm, I don't want to use cannabis as an example, but the country... That's okay, you could. Oh, yeah, I'm going to use that. Thank you. <laughs> Proceed. But cannabis, they found a way to legalize it in certain states and tax it, and still everyone got the benefit. The states and the local federal government and everybody else gets their cut, and everyone enjoys cannabis without now worrying about looking past your shoulders. Kind of looking at you now, Stone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet you if, you if you tell a politician, yeah, security, yes. if you tell a politician, oh, hey, you're going to get votes out of that lounge, mm -hmm. I bet you they'll be there. Oh, I, not only, I bet they'll buy a box. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, several boxes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We yeah. know the game. And, yeah. the, and the irony is that I, I've seen some of these congressmen and women that are actual cigar smokers that are backing this bill. And it's yeah. like, okay, you think it's not going to affect you? Like when you go to a local brick and mortar where you're representing your district, that all of a sudden that Padron that you can now afford on that Congress salary is now right. like 6 $7 more? You know, it's going to change everything. You know, I my heart goes out to Bill Clinton because I know how he's going to be affected by this. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Oh, no, he didn't. Wow. <laughs> Him and Monica, you know, much love. Much love. I would like love to... Love in the air. I yes. want to issue another challenge. I would like for anyone, not only congressman, senator, congresswoman, whatever, anyone, even your average everyday mom dad whatever you are i don't i don't care go up to someone like israel who has fought who has served who has suffered 
who are sacrificed. The grace of God recovered yes. and sacrificed so much. Look that person in the eye and say, I'm going to take from you. What you did wasn't enough. I'm going to take more from you. Mm-hmm. How can anyone with any type of a beating heart do that? Yeah. It's funny, like, yeah. we're talking about this tax here. If this tax goes through, what's not, like how you said, Israel, what's not to say that they're going to attack bakeries next? Or even say, oh, you go to a restaurant that serves anything outside of McDonald's quality, we're now going to tax you 25% on your meal or anything. And because, like you said, Diva, like how it was an 18 to 19 page report, how many of us are going to sit and read that and then go do research? Oh, and that right, was, oh, that we're was gonna in. tax you more because you're driving a little longer now. Yeah. Exactly. I would it, not it, be it, surprised if that was in there because there were maybe 20 different quote-unquote programs on each page. I only mentioned one because I'm not going to read that entire document on a podcast. I only brought up one that I saw that I thought was absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the point is, we have no idea. They might be going after bakeries. It may have been in that summary. You know, but no one's going to read that. Right. You're going to vote for something and realize, oh, you know, well, I don't believe in that. I don't stand behind that. Well, yes, you do, because you signed for that tax increase. Mm-hmm. You were behind that tax increase. Right. So, yes, you are behind, you know, funding the marketing efforts of pharmaceuticals, drugs that... Uh, are just right now sitting in a shelf somewhere. Yeah. You're you're paying for them to get on TV so that you can see their commercials. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I don't have the statistics with me right now, but when we see all these truth campaign ads, you know, you know, coming from a video and audio background, that stuff costs money. So are we paying for a 30-second ad to tell a kid that's already going to ignore the fact that you should not smoke, that they're going to smoke? And that's being paid by the tobacco industry, you know, from cigarettes. Definitely. So how many, like like you even said, Stone, how many kids do you know are sitting in the back of their school smoking a Davidoff? None. 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 <laughs> None. Say it again. None. None. And I'm at the NYU, and I can't even sit in the back of my <laughs> university and smoke, you know? But this, this is an attack, and as long as this stays silent, as long as us smokers, we stay silent and just ignore this, we're going to pay for it. Yes. So wake up, folks. Wake up. Yeah. Wake You're up. listening to us. Yes. Make some moves. Get in contact with these politicians. You can't say it enough. Reach out to them. You know, I know that you're not with this. I always say this. If you could spend five minutes BSing on social media, on Instagram, TikTok, or whatever, you could spend that same five minutes saying, I don't want my rights to be taken away. Yes. I don't want my pleasure, my only joy that I have, that is mine and mine alone, to be higher taxed just because you don't agree with what I do. Correct. And a lot of times when people don't agree with something... It's because they don't understand. It's not because it's bad. It's because people jump to the conclusion that it's bad. And I'm not saying that cigars are, by any chance, a miracle food. No, they're not chia seeds or, you know, uh, 
you're not going to find them in the organic health section of your grocery store. But the point is, if you took the time to understand, like, for example, one of the things that I always explain to people, especially when they find out that I'm a woman and I, I love cigars, and they look at me with this baffled look on their face, and I say, well, you seem to have a pretty good collection of wine. Everything that if and that's if you're really into wine, I know a lot of people just drink it casually and they don't care what's in it. But when it comes to cigars and people who truly love their wine, it's almost the same equation. Uh, you know, like the soil, how was the sun, how much rain came that season to, to grow the crop. Was it shade grown? Was it sun grown? Were there any storms that year? There are so many elements that go into the art and science that eventually becomes the cigar that we're smoking. Very true. You have a good point now, thinking about the origin of the cigar and the tobacco. You know, again, a lot of times coming from those countries that are poor countries, you know, this is what feeds them. Mm-hmm. So this, like I said, it's a domino effect. So we can't really forget that aspect too. I know a lot of times we enjoy the cigar, but we don't understand or sometimes you just don't think about, you know, what it took to make the cigar. These are handmade cigars. These are not machine-made cigars. They're actually people who are actually sitting in factories making these cigars. And they don't get paid a whole lot. Exactly. So it affects, you know, so that industry here in the stateside or overseas, you know, where there are uh, abundant purchases of cigars, you know, affects what happens when yeah. the cigar is made. It's a trickle-down effect. Yeah, so exactly. like I said, that domino effect is something to think about. So this this, this bill, again, I'm going to say it again for the thousandth time, get in contact with these politicians, folks, your state reps, mm-hmm. wherever you need, let them know that you're against this particular bill. Join. Let them, up, make right, some they, noise. Let your voice be heard. Yeah. Like you said, social media is a powerful tool. Let's make it happen. Join the CRA. Yeah. And if the Kardashians could make $10 billion just going on social media and doing what they do, then why can't we as cigar smokers make that much more noise? Correct. We can. Mm-hmm. We can. Minus the fact they ruin a lot of people's lives, but I'm just <laughs> saying so. And, and I'm, I'm not getting no plastic surgery done. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking, you I'm don't need any, Israel. Right. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> well, Me, I got a voice for radio. I got a face for radio. So, Stone, what plastic surgery is my business. Don't be judging me. Stone, what you just mentioned about how it affects people in other countries—that's so true. Because for so many people, that's probably one of the very few sources of income that are available to them. But not only that, Americans overseas, again, the whole Cigars for Warriors program organization, uh, we have so many troops around the world that, uh, Stickman, I know you've got a lot of military in your family, and Mm -hmm. I remember you telling me about that one cousin a sniper who would sit out there. How long does she sit out there? She was in uh, a ranger unit, and they would be out there for weeks. Weeks? Yeah. And when she gets back, the first thing that she reaches for is a cigar to unwind. And so if we let this tax hike go through, it's also our troops 
that we're hurting. Not only the veterans who have already sacrificed, already shed mud and blood, but also the troops who are still out there waiting for donations from places like Cigar Sessions. Right. How much more do they want to hurt us? Yeah. Yeah. How much more? I mean, it's funny, like, um, I'm a gamer, and one of my joys next to making kids cry on Call of Duty is is smoking a cigar while I'm gaming. And I was playing a game called Mafia 3, and it was about a Vietnam vet that came back to Louisiana. Mm. And if you see the, the culture back in the 60s of how there was no support for soldiers coming back, and now we're starting to realize how much effective, how how much of an impact, excuse me, PTSD is. If this soldier that does not go and seek help and decides to say, I'm going to smoke cigars, we're now taking that one thing that they may save a life away from them. Okay, I'm not trying to say cigars save lives, but cigars, we, we, we need to de-villainize this. Yes. You know, and like how you were saying, Stone, like about how it provides jobs. A lot of cigar groups that I belong to, um, you know, from the Dominican, there's guys that go out there. They take supplies. I'm not going to say the person's name out of respect for him. But he belongs to groups where these guys monthly donate to places like the Dominican, to other countries, you know, for the kids to have school supplies and everything. So if you tax the cigar industry, you're going to not only take away the ability for people to give back. And let's, let's, let's be real about this. How many small industries, like the cigar industry, actually give back as much as the cigar industry? Uh, say so, it again. Say it again for them. How many small businesses, like the cigar industry, give back as much as the cigar industry when it comes to the community and others? I'll wait. Yeah. 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 I'll wait. So what I'm going to do is I'm going I'm to challenge anyone that's listening today. Whenever you're listening, if you're on the toilet, in the car, on your Peloton, if you're not paying attention to the person that's trying to yell at you, <laughs> you know, but um, if you're listening to this podcast, I challenge you to go do some research, you know, just go look and see. And if you're a cigar smoker, sit back, you know, with your favorite stick, whether it's a Davidoff, a Padron, Fuente, Podoma, whatever you're smoking on, ask yourself, if I am comfortable at what I'm paying now... Imagine what the average Joe is going to be affected by if this hike goes up. And, you know, let's not, you know, let's all, let's be real about this. Let's not all take this for granted. A quiet voice stays quiet even after getting an ass whooping. Yep. It's only when you raise your voice to say there's an injustice, then that change happens. Absolutely. Can I, can I give an, an example? During the pandemic... People were acting like, and I can't even blame the people, toilet paper was being price gouged so badly, a, a pack of Cottonelle on Amazon was going for $55, $60, depending on the seller. Mm-hmm. That's what we're looking at. I mean, that's the type of economics that we're looking at here, but affecting the everyday person and one thing about cigar lounges is I once read an article that networking events are the worst place to network and as a businesswoman I can tell you that is so true but in a cigar lounge 
I have met so many wonderful people, made so many wonderful relationships. And one of the, the best things I've seen is that when someone walks into a cigar lounge and says, hey, my kid's football team needs help, or I'm a part of a fundraiser for XYZ, everyone stands up to contribute. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of anywhere else that I've ever been from business networking events to s seminars, conferences, anywhere where I could walk in and say, hey, I'm raising money for XYZ. And everyone stands up. And even if it's just five bucks, even if it's, whether, whether it's five bucks or a hundred bucks, everyone wants to help. Yes. And that's what I see in the cigar world. And, yes. and I could vouch to that for that, because all those cookie sales, I gained 15 pounds in three years over <laughs> cookies alone. So I, I know. So we're going to wrap this up. I know it's getting over the hour mark. So Oh, my gosh. Has it been an hour? Yeah, with you, it's like forever. Oh. <laughs> so, Stone, I want you to do a shout-out for all your social media, for those that don't know. All right. I'm going to say this one last thing, folks. Listen, if you're that cigar smoker and you're listening, go back to the lounge. Educate the folks on what you heard here today. Mm -hmm. Just let them know what's going on. Okay, now social media, you can follow me on Instagram at Smoke World Podcast. Email stone at smokeworldpodcast.com. Website, smokeworldpodcast.com. Again, check out the Smoke World Podcast where you get the opportunity to sit here with the lovely Cigar Diva. My man Stick doing his thing. Brother Israel, I appreciate you guys. It's been a great episode. Thank you. Israel, my brother. Hey, I appreciate everyone. Uh, remember Cigar Sessions in Middletown, Delaware. Uh, I want to thank Pat for allowing us to have this podcast and this uh, establishment. And um, follow me on uh, Brothers of the Brown Leaf on Facebook. And uh, enjoy your evening. Diva, you should do your shout-outs. Brothers and Sisters of the Leaf, People of the Leaf, whoever... Uh, find me on Instagram, Facebook, any platform at The Cigar Diva. Very easy to find. Mm -hmm. Very easy. And I want to give a, a shout out also to Coconut Stickman for everything. all of his... You know, I was actually <laughs> going to say everything until you said it. See, uh, I can't do no shout outs because I don't have an email. <laughs> I don't have social media. But you know, but you've got skills. But absolutely, like thank how, you, thank you, brother, thank you. I appreciate you guys. But like how everyone said, go have this conversation. If you could talk about sports, you could talk about what, who's what, where, and what, what you're smoking on. Have this conversation. One voice in a in a loud room can still make a difference. Absolutely. So absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you so much for this. And again, follow us all on social media, and we hope to hear you guys from the next podcast. Peace. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of Smoke World in the Books. I'm not going to go down that social media platform. You just heard me scream it out. I want to really shout out Cigar Diva, Coconut Stick Man, Israel, folks. These are some amazing people. Thank you. Love you guys. I'm looking forward to this collab. I'm really excited about it, people. So stay tuned. Folks, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share this. And listen, I don't take for granted the support my listeners 
I love you guys. I will check you out on the other side. Peace.